Hey there, listeners. As I celebrate another trip around the sun, I want to show my gratitude for your incredible support. What a better way to do that than with a special contest just for you. What's up for grabs, you ask? Powerful quantum healing hypnosis session that could lead you on a transformative journey within yourself. Here's how to enter. Simply leave a review, listen to an episode, and leave a review on Spotify or Apple podcast platform, and then screenshot the review. Email or Instagram me. Send the screenshot to me via email at soultravelerpodcast at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at I am Jennifer Mitchell. You can double your chances to win if you want to entries. Simply tag me on your Instagram story post with the screenshot of your review for an extra shot at winning. Your reviews and support mean the world to me, and I can't wait to gift one of you with this incredible opportunity. So start reviewing, screenshotting, and tagging for your chance to win. The contest will be ending on the first week of October, right after my birthday. The winner will be randomly selected and announced. So good luck and thank you for being part of this incredible journey. Welcome to the Soul Traveler Podcast, an exploration of conscious living with your host, Jennifer Mitchell of The Soul Experience. Join Jennifer as she explores the quantum realms of the subconscious mind and all aspects of spirituality. Driven by curiosity and a thirst for knowledge, topics will stretch the boundaries of your imagination and revive your mind, body, and soul. Hey, spiritual explorers and cosmic adventurers. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Traveler Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mitchell, and today we have the honor of diving deep into the spiritual realms beyond our earthly existence with a truly extraordinary guest, King Cash. He is a member of the Galactic Federation, a skilled astral traveler and a dedicated demon hunter in the cosmic realms. King Cash's unique experiences offer insights into astral dimensions. We will learn about his cosmic identity and all about his mission as a starseed. In this episode, we'll talk about his encounters with the Galactic Federation, his astral voyages, and the wisdom he carries. Now, get ready to expand your consciousness and embark on a journey like no other with King Cash, uncovering the mysteries of the universe. Hey, Cash, welcome to the show today. It's such an honor to have you on the Soul Traveler podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to talk about the stuff we're about to get into. <laughs> I know. We were just having a little bit of a chat offline. I am yeah. excited. I was actually just telling you that I, your content is everywhere. I love it. It aligns so much with what people are going through right now. And for anyone listening right off the bat, I'll just say your Instagram is I'm King Cash. Definitely go and follow him. <laughs> I was been watching some of your videos and it's amazing. <laughs> I appreciate that. And to see the people that are coming to my community and how I'm helping them, it's really just my mission here on this planet to just sort of see so much diversity of different star seeds and people and see their experiences and to be able to communicate with their star family and all of that. It's super interesting to see how many people are awakening and how they have different roles on the planet mm -hmm. to do different things in a different way for the same earth mission yeah and when did you first realize that you're a galactic being when did your awakening start when did all of this start coming to revelation for you 
it's interesting because in high school I was bullied a lot and I was only a black kid. So I had a lot of struggles related to that, but it was all related to self-empowerment. I kept telling myself, I'm royal. And when I was little, I always knew I was a royal being, but I thought it was related to like history before slavery. So my physical heritage. But then I would always just tell myself, I'm a lion. I'm a warrior. I could do this. I could conquer all of this and lead all the people of this school to something better. So right away, I was already getting in a mentality of helping people and being in a leadership role and knowing I'm royal. And so high school, I grew up and I started fighting a lot of that. All the people that bullied me and all that, I basically found a way to conquer it. I played a lot of chess. I learned a lot of different warriorship and all that. And then it got to the point where I was really popular in school and everybody was trying to talk to me. With that, my goal was to like protect everybody. It was like, okay, I could just snap my fingers and something will get done over here. And it still lasts to this day. So it's I have a way of protecting everybody and everybody knowing they could come to me. So then it started getting to the point where COVID happened and I couldn't go to college university because they wanted me to wait. So I was like, okay. And I ended up just studying spirituality and I started getting deeper into my empathic abilities that I was confused about in high school. I was like, why can I know what the lady's thinking and feeling over there? So then got to the point where I was being sent on missions, but I was told, I thought it was just the universe. So I was like, oh, the universe is telling me to go over here and a little girl needs help. So I would try and debunk it. I'm like, I'm going to test it out. I'm going to go and see that little girl's there. And I'll go on the little girl's there. And then she's crying. I need help and all that. I'm like, damn, these galactic, this universe, whoever's talking to me was telling me to come here. Mm-hmm. And then it got to the point where they were like, are you ready to know who you are? And I was like, I do know who I am though. And then they're like, all right, here you go. And then they gave me memories of, at first, before I say what it was, I was seeing humans and reptilian beings. They look like crocodile-headed humanoids. And I remember running. In all my memories, I'm always running to fight or away from something. And I was a princess at that time. And I could just see, I could feel the pain of like, my. I could see that my planet being destroyed and feel like it was my fault. And like, I had to protect the people. Long story short, there was so much emotion and realizations about it. And I met somebody who is Dr. Dawn now. If you guys know me on Instagram, you know her. And I asked her, she was my mentor at the time. Now we work together a lot. I was like, what the hell is this? Why am I seeing? And I was like on the verge of crying. And it was so emotional. I was like, what is this? And she said, you saw the Lyra and Draconian Wars. And I was like, what the hell is that? And then I had to delve research into it. And then I realized I was a royal at the time. And I was also a warrior. And it was so much realization related to that. And then I realized that I always worked for the Galactic Federation and the missions they were sending me on was actually the Galactic Federation and not the universe, I said. Mm -hmm. So with all that realization, it was like, I've always worked with the Galactic Federation and now I'm going to work with them more consciously. So for someone who's receiving like similar types of instincts and things like that, and I'll, I guess I'll back up a little because I, I work with a lot of people who are starting to get, you know, vibes or feelings and they're questioning that, whether or not they should follow through on those, I'll just say instincts. How could somebody tell if it's a mission like from the Galactic Federation or if it's just like maybe like a psychic ability? Is there a difference? Is it one in the same? What would you have to say to people going through that? I would say test it out. 
I always was in the mode of, I got to debunk this. I got to figure out why the hell are, is something or someone telling me to do this. And then it's end up being needed. Go to a party. I go to the party and then they'll guide me. I'll feel an urge like there's someone who needs help over here. And it's interesting because all star seeds that are there, all the people call would call me king. And all the star, all the galactic beings I would, I would come in contact with or talk to people's guides would call me king. So I'd always ask, how come they're calling me that? And I'll start to put things together. And then I would notice my empathic abilities would lead me to someone who needs help. They would tell me, you're going to be helping people at the party. I'm like, okay, we'll see. And I go to the party and then they'll go over here to the train tracks. Around here, it's it's very country and hick. So <laughs> I go to the country at? party, we're out in the bush. And so I'll be out here and they'll be like, all right, go to the train tracks. And I'll be like, okay. And I go and there's someone who needs help. And But I was like, they were telling me and I could also feel it. It felt like an energetic line or like trail of crumbs. They were like, okay, you're almost there. And I'd be there and I'd be like, whoa. And then the person would be like, it's like you were sent from heaven, like an angel sent you because it's like you came right at the right time and I knew you were coming. I was like, okay. So then things started being put together. So then I knew it was mission. So it's a mix of everything, like your psychic Mm -hmm. abilities, working with the Federation. And that's really what this tattoo means. They call it the guardian stamp. So anybody that works with the GFL will typically get this and you guys will find this on my channel. I'm going to post up more soon. All of these are called demon hunter ruins. And so my experience being a demon hunter, what a lot of people call me, and it all just comes from following your intuition and following what they tell you and your abilities. It's like your abilities mm-hmm. will guide you. Yeah. And let's talk about that because society wants to train us to not trust our own intuition. And how crazy is that? Like when you really think about that, that the programming and things like that come through, whether it's through media or TV, they always wanted to teach us to doubt our instincts, doubt our abilities. But that's truly the pathway and the gateway to what I think to awakening is when you start to embrace and really trust yourself and it starts with being empathic and really trusting that intuition. And so it's a lot of people have turned that off. And I find that's the problem that. is that people turn it off and they get the guidance and then they think this ain't right or I must be crazy or they know it's real, but they're like, this is too much or that can't be real. And then we look online and people are like, you're crazy. Don't do that. Or don't get into this. It's demonic and oh, things like fear. that. They'll fear. always tell you. And it's all part of the plan to distance mm-hmm. you. This is what the whole spiritual war is about. It's it lower vibrational against higher vibrational. The people that want you to stay in 3D and the people that want you, the galactic ambassadors that are here wanting you to become 5D. So this is all part of the spiritual war, as you mm-hmm. know. And there is definitely a spiritual war. I mean, you can feel it. And it's so weird how COVID what a weird catalyst for awakening, right? I mean, but everything is just feels so different. Everything has shifted since then. It doesn't even seem like we're not even in the same realm anymore. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that shift. But then there's some who, I don't know if they're in denial or they're not meant to wake up. But then there's a, there's a lot of people that just aren't interested in hearing that. And I don't know if it's because of fear or programming and then there's those of us who are on the other side are like, you don't feel this. You know, you can't tell. Yeah. I think it's changed and shifted. So it's really interesting. Honestly, it is so damn weird because I actually watched the video of this girl. She's posting on Instagram and she's known to make content about New York and all of that and the comedy girl. Mm-hmm. And her videos are funny. 
And she posted one related to the disclosure that recently happened related to UFOs and extraterrestrials, where they said aliens are real. And they said that, that blood aliens are real. UAPs and we don't know much about them. It, right? <laughs> yeah. And so then right away, she was like, she's making a video and she's showing it. I thought she was going to be like, oh, look, guys are talking about aliens real. But she, instead she was cussing. She's, I don't care about this. I'm, I'm, how does this relate to me? I'm talking about this. How are y'all going to pay my bills related to this? And she was saying, it don't matter. Look at the 3D life that we're living. And she was, it's either she wasn't processing the idea of, look, they're exposing that we are not alone in the universe, that they've been watching us, that they're all over the place. They're on earth among us right now, like they said. But she was focused on the 3D. So it sounds like she, she didn't even care. It's like she was put there. And you're going to notice this with a lot of people online. It's like they're put there to throw you off yep. or either to get you away from spirituality. One other example, a bunch of influencers, no name calling I'm going to do, but a bunch of them are on there and they first talk spirituality and they're like, oh, this and that get you to trust them. And the next video they post, they're like, the Galactic Federation is not, is basically corrupt and you should not follow them and listen to them. And I'm like, bro, I work with the Galactic Federation every single day and I work with angelic beings if you're being told that the Galactic Federation is corrupt, which, yes, there were times thousands of years ago where that was happening. Now it is not. So you're going to see they they like throw you off with information that is only half true and mm -hmm. they twist it. So then you get away from everything, which leads right into Project Bluebeam and all of that, which is another subject. Oh, my gosh. I was just texting with a friend like an hour ago about that. <laughs> I was actually being told a lot about it too. People want me to talk about that for sure. Let's go. Let's dive right in. <laughs> I had to actually get a briefing from the Federation. I had a bunch of beings pop through my portal and I'm like, all right, guys, tell me what is with Project Bluebeam? Because it's real, but it's not like it's going to happen, but it's not. What is this energy? Tell me more. And they're like, look, there are two ways they're going to do it. It's either this is very metaphorical, like they are going to act like aliens are bad. So then we repel them or it's literally going to be they make it look like aliens are actually invading the planet but first step is they have to expose the truth to mm -hmm. everybody so you're going to notice they're telling everybody aliens are real you see a lot of movies nowadays where they're just talking about aliens a lot or they're putting spiritual stuff in there a lot and you look in the post in the background they got kundalini and stuff and i'm like people are noticing it people are awakening to the truth so now that they're doing that, they want to make it, they know they have to tell humans the truth, but now they want to do it in a way where they stay in power. And to stay in power, they're, uh, most, a lot of the governments work with darker beings, which mm -hmm. want to enslave Earth, for lack of a better word. So with that, you'll notice they're doing what they can to expose the truth, but in a way that's like, all right. Because if the whole goal essentially is to get humans to repel the galactic federation and higher beings because they cannot what's the word they cannot interfere with humanity unless absolutely necessary and they'll right. only interfere in a way where they're not interfering say for example incarnating on the planet like us mm -hmm. we're here we're aware we're here to work but we're working as a human because really we are one of them so that's how we're helping them Right. So it's like helping them from a way that's not infiltrating their free will. And if humans decide they don't want alien contact, then the Galactic Federation is going to have to pull back. Because they're like, oh, humans don't want contact. Okay, bye. But yeah. they don't want that. They want 
humans understand we're here to help them and we want to help you guys and all these galactic beings including us mm-hmm. have an attachment to earth in some form which is a very long story so it's it's almost personal to us especially as lyrians earth is very historic mm-hmm. to us and important project blue beam overall the goal is to push humans to repel aliens from interacting with humans and them awakening to who they actually are yeah you touched on something you mentioned about the darker forces and i think for those of us who are aware it's really important right now first off for everyone to to be mindful of the content that you are subjecting yourself to because i see stuff in the backgrounds i see stuff in the and I don't want to get too into it, but in the music industry and like people who are celebrities, there's a lot of demonic influence that is right there in front of our faces and people are, they're just blind to it. And that's all programming, I think, to keep us lower vibrational and to control us. And there's a lot of that that's going on. So I think more now than ever, you know, it's like there's this war where they're trying to influence us, like you said. For sure. And I, I've been noticing that hugely every day and the way they brief me on what's happening with earth and the layers of war going on physical astral all of that it's very big and all these celebrities actually know about it as well i've had some who dm me and they'll tell me like intricate information it's really when i talk to them it it feels like i'm supposed to it's they see me as one of them in a way and i see myself as we're all people right so i talk to them and they'll tell me for example one of them came up to me and he said, disclosure is going to be distorted. And I was already told this by the Federation. So I said, yeah, I know. And they're going to do what they can to keep their power. And he liked it. And then I said, what else are you not telling me that you want me to know? And he just put a laughing emoji and a smirk emoji. And I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll just ask the Federation today. I don't need you. Like, I'm going to find out anyways. (laughs) So they see all of us, including the government. They watch us. And if you're a star seed, you're going to notice they attack you. What actually helped my awakening a lot was getting attacked by reptilians a lot, physically and astrally. I was wondering what's going on. Weird people would come up to me with weird eyes and like weird energy. I just knew they were reptilian. I was actually told by readers, they're like, you're going to get attacked by reptilians soon. They know you're awakening and you're going to do your missions. Uh, and I was like, I was like, okay, we're going to see. Okay, I need to stop right there because I think that something similar is happening to me. I haven't told a lot of people, but when I go out in public, I have these people who will just stop cash and they will lock eyes with me in the creepiest, scariest way. And they stare me down, but it's like they're looking through me. Have you ever by chance seen that movie? It's called Fallen. It's like an older movie with mm-hmm. Oh, Okay, do you remember mm-hmm. the look like when Azazel would possess the bodies? It's like that. And it's happening a lot. Uh, every time I go out, like, they'll stop. And then they'll, I even have one guy come and at the grocery store, turn it back around and come and stand right in front of me and just stare at me like this. Mm-hmm. Then, so I don't know what that is. And so is that, do you think that's part of like they're recognizing that I'm a starseed and that I'm awake and they're trying to stop me from doing something? What would you say about yes, that? Yes, they see you. Now, let me tell you, I'll tell you a little mm-hmm. story here. When I was first awakening, this is where attacks I get attacked for people that don't know me. People that really do know me, they know how much I get attacked like every single day for what I do. But um, again, I'm a demon hunter. So what do you expect? We're going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I was awakened to that though when I was first awakening because I, I, when I first got attacked by a physical reptilian, he placed an astral device on me, but I didn't know that. 
So he placed something on me. And I noticed when I got home after, there was mm-hmm. something on me. I, I was literally going like this. I couldn't get it off. And I would try to shower and I couldn't. I was literally going like this. It's like, oh, what is that? And then all day negative stuff would happen to me. Every time my vibration would go up, it would go down again. Like, like right when I walked in my house, I almost got hit by a car. I literally almost died. Wow. And then I went for a skateboard because I was going to my mission at the skate park. If you guys want to know about that stuff, check out my YouTube. <laughs> and I was going and my skateboard just stopped and I fell and smacked on the concrete. And everybody saw everybody like it was on the main street. So everybody was like, oh, damn. And they were all looking. And I just laughed it off and got up. And then right before I got to the skate park, I heard voices in my head saying, don't go. Look what happened to you all day. And actually a lot of, this is very personal, but I'm a, you guys know I'm blunt as hell. One of my worst fears is defecating myself. And I actually did while I was doing physical training out at the track. And I literally defecated myself. And I was like, what? And that was so demeaning. I was like, how did I do that to myself? And that was right after the reptilian attack that day. So all that stuff happened within wow. two hours. In two, and two hours. Yes. You, were you able to cleanse from that? How did you overcome that? So when I got to the skate park, I kept hearing in my head, don't go look what happened. So I thought maybe it was the Federation talking to me, but I was like, the Federation would not talk like that. They kept pushing me away from the skate park. But I said, you know what? Whatever happens to skate park happens. I'm going to do it. So I went. So it was the hardest thing to do. I went. And I did my mission work, helped some of the kids and all of that. And then uh, my vibration rose so high where it broke off. So I got home and I didn't feel it anymore. I was like, wow, I feel better. Like it's gone. And I asked my mentor about that. She was like, they place an astral monitoring device on you. And when you raise your vibration to a certain extent, it literally broke off. And so I have so many stories of me working at the skate park, like really short one. For example, I was always told, reptilians are going to attack kids at the skate park and at this point i was starting to trust more i was like okay you guys know i got you Mm -hmm. at one point i went to my crystal master i call him and i said there's reptilians attacking the kids what should i do can you give me crystals to help do what i do and he's like try this and he gave me some crystals and he showed me how to make a shield and one to wear and i did it and the skateboard was flooded that day everybody was like oh my god i didn't even know what i did and they were like the energy feels so good here feels amazing and it was so full of people and there'd be dark people come up and i would be told my awareness reptilians coming turn my head and there's these two dark people walking up and they're like laughing it's i knew they came here they were sent here for a mission an assignment to do something at the skate park dark and they literally stopped where i placed the shield and they looked at the ground they're like this and the one guy cussed and he yelled and then they both walked away and then i had people drive up and take pictures of me and then I had a bunch of people that were dark, literally had dark energy all over them. They would walk up right where the shield was, stop. And some about them, they didn't know what was going on. They were just like, I'm going to go home. And it's like they couldn't literally pass the shield. And so I realized that these reptilians were sent to do something at the skate park. And I was sent to stop them. And I have way more stories like that where kids are like, they come up to me, they're like, I have this reptile being who keeps attacking me and no one believes me. And he pushes me down hills all the time when I'm walking home from school. And I was like, don't worry. The Federation told me this was going to happen to you. I got you. So it's every day I would have dark witches attacking me, reptilians infiltrating everywhere. And it got to the point where it had to trigger the Lyran in me. It was like making me remember what it was like. And I was like, you guys want to fight? Because I would keep trying to run away from the fight. And I was like, you guys want to fight? You guys want me? You're going to get me. 
And then I started getting memories of me fighting the reptilians and seeing how I fought them all my lives. And even my everybody I'll go to a reader be like, they'd be like, you've been fighting reptilians all your lives and they hate you. They all know who you are. And every time I'd fight them, they would know who I am too. They're like, I'm going to get you cash. Or I have clients and I'd be reptilian and they'd be like, I'm going to get you cash. I'm like, how do you know who I am already? And so mm-hmm. that was actually the beginning story wow. of me realizing I'm a demon hunter. Wow. And, you know, I want to backtrack a little, talk about the children. I'm so happy to hear that you are out there working with them because the kids that are coming through right now, they're different. They're awake. They're coming through and they're raw and they need guidance and they need people like us to help them and protect them and to show them how to shield and to do those things. So, you know, thank you for your work and helping them and recognizing that and seeing that because there's a lot of them coming through right now. Yes. And they're very powerful star seeds, each and every one of them too. I've always been very attracted to kids and kids have always been very attracted to me. And that is actually one side of me that I was always bullied for. Mm. But then I accepted it. And I, at one point I was like, I don't care anymore. And y'all want to make fun of me, go ahead. And I did my thing. And now they all watch my content and they all ask me questions about all of this stuff. So to work with kids now and work with them full solely, like even I work with their parents too. So their parents know about me. A lot of my work started in this town, like everybody knowing they could go to me for spiritual stuff. So all the kids that are out there that have this fake mask on and they mm-hmm. act a certain way, they always come to me later. I'll, they always come to the therapist, therapist Vinny, they call me because my door will be open. They could just come in and we'll sit down, have a conversation and then they'll go out and go about their lives again. So they know the work they got to do. They're like, how come this demon girl keeps attacking me, but no one believes me. And I'm like, I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I got you or Vinny. I, this is happening spiritually, or I just keep feeling like I don't understand people or people don't understand me. And I'm like, it's because you're a starseed. And the two main ones I've been working with, yeah, the two main ones I've been working with are Royal Starseeds from Orion. I've been working with them for about three years. Wow. And now they're, it was actually six years actually. And I've been, now they're at the point where they're awakening and they're going through a lot of spiritual stuff. So I work Mm -hmm. with them every single day. And to see them awaken to their royal heritage and how powerful they are makes me excited because now they're realizing I'm not from here. Hey, soul travelers, pardon the interruption, but I just have to tell you about quantum healing hypnosis because one session forever changed my life. And now I'm living my purpose to help others just like you. I was so lost in my life and absolutely miserable in my career until I received the guidance needed from my higher self. Now I'm spreading awareness about the life-changing modality of quantum healing hypnosis. In one single session, we will spend the day journeying deep into your subconscious mind and unlock the hidden wisdom within. We'll revisit a past life, explore what your soul does between lifetime. Your subconscious mind will scan your body, looking for health concerns and perform self-healing. You'll even connect directly to the Akashic records so that you could get your most important life questions answered. Quantum healing hypnosis is absolutely nothing like a traditional hypnosis session. And you know that everything is 100% legitimate because nothing is being filtered through a third-party practitioner and your higher self will never misguide you. Your session is audio recorded so that you can listen back and play all of the advice that your higher self spoke to you under hypnosis. So if you're ready for personal growth and a positive change, then it's time to discover the essence of who you truly are. Book a session with me today at thesoulexperiences.com.
Now back to the show. I would love to shift gears just a smidge and chat about the astral realm because I had a client, I'll just tell real quick, the other day who came to me and she says, I think I'm astral projecting, but I can't tell. I feel like I'm being pulled from my body and she was scared and she didn't know what to do or how to protect herself. So if you can talk a little bit about the astral realm, astral projecting, is it common for someone to go through that and not even intentionally try to astral project? Yes. And full disclosure, I always tell my clients, if you could, if you have a power to astral project consciously, I'm jealous because <laughs> the only time I astral project really is when I go to sleep. And that's when I'm in the astral mm-hmm. realm all night. So I have to go to sleep first. Most people, they can just close their eyes and go. And I'm like, wow, if you don't want it, I'll take it. Like, I want that. <laughs> it was happening so, when she was trying to go to sleep. That's when it was happening to her. And she, but okay. she said it was scary because she's like, I don't want to do this. And so she was a little bit nervous about it. I'll make it really easy for people to understand. So when you have psychic abilities and you're able to see spirits, hear spirits, feel them, whatever, yeah. you're sensing the astral realm. Mm-hmm. So once you go to sleep and you go to... When you're dreaming, that's you astral traveling in your mental universe. When you astral project and you go places, that's you astral projecting within the universe, like the galactic universe. So those are two different. So dreams and astral projections, very similar, but different, Mm -hmm. just so you know. But yeah, when you astral project, you're now on the same level as the spirits, the fairies. Look at yourself like this is physical. This is physical reality now when i release that look at it like chakras of the universe you're aligned with the one of the lowest chakras but then when you rise up one you go to the astral so when you die you go here and you're a ghost and you're like whoa okay there's more and then you have people leading you through a portal and they're like all right come to the next level which is the soul level so the astral realm is the last realm where there could be light and dark. So you'll notice there's fairies, there's demons, there's angels, all of that, because this is like the in-between level to the soul. When you're here, you're gonna notice there's different laws, different beings and all of that stuff. And it may be scary at first because it's a whole nother layer you don't understand. It feels like you're a kid again, you have to rediscover the universe. I was obsessed with astral projection, still am. And <laughs> I would always wanna astral project. And now that I astral project every day, I did notice how scary it was because I would come across a demon in the astral realm. And of course, they already know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm a demon hunter even before I knew I was a demon hunter. And then they would want to fight me. And I'm like, why do you want to fight me? And then they would like attack me before I could realize who I was again. So I was like, okay, so these beings work differently. Like they'll scare me in different ways. Use my mind against me sometimes, or you could create things in the astral realm just with your mind. You could literally create a sword in the astral realm just by thinking about it and creating it energetically. Or like that's why I have this sword as well because if I'm in the astral realm and I'm in like uh, what we call like another universe, which is like this layer but another one, like your reality yeah. shifting. Uh, reality shifting. So when I reality shift, I'll be like living. It's most of the time it's for training. So they're making me live like my physical life in the astral. So sometimes I'll notice like the one time I was astral projecting, it was a reality shift and I was just living normal life like this. And then right away, the reptilians came down, just like in Lyra, they just came down and started killing people. And when I'm in the astral realm, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I need a weapon. Mm -hmm. And right away, this weapon I'll always go for in the astral. So this is more of a, spiritual weapon than a physical 
because then I'll be like, oh, my sword. And I'll mm -hmm. run and go get my sword and then do what I got to do. So you'll notice you have even like these stuffed animals I have are like spiritual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I notice those small things and all these pictures I have are portals. All of them are portals. So when I go to the astral realm, I just, if I want to go to Andromeda, I have an Andromeda poster here. I just jump through it and then I go there. Wow. So you notice how everything is very energetic in the physical and how mm -hmm. all the energy you feel, you're really just feeling the astral layer. So you already are in the astral. You are just more aware of the physical and you can improve your awareness of the astral while in your physical body with your psychic abilities. I have a question about protecting your body while you're astral traveling. So does it leave you open and exposed for any like entities or anything to come toward you while you're astral protecting? And if so, like, how do you recommend like protecting yourself from something like that happening? Never can a being take over your body. I'll say that because a lot of people are scared of that. Yeah, the most they, they can do is poke around your body and wait for you to come back or something like that. I usually just put a bubble around my body yeah. and then I go about my business. I'm like, I always got right when I get in the astral, I got mission work to do like a lot of you get. So, or you got to fight in the astral war. So you're going to be fighting beings a lot. So it's like, put a bubble and go about your business. I got a crystal dragon that always sits beside my bed and I talk with it all the time and it serves my protector. Anytime anything comes, I'll have a tulpa, which is like an energetic being you create, comes out of the dragon and it shows itself and says, look, he's on mission, get out. And then I'll have that. Because my portal, when I first opened it, because I was like, all right, let's see how this portal stuff works. I opened it, said anything could come through. And then I had some demons attacking me and I was like, whoa, this stuff is like real. So I realized through that. And so then I have now astral guards who protect that. So I always have one standing right here. And I always have one outside my door, outside the house, following my family members. When I realized I had an astral battalion, like an astral army, they were like waiting for me to say, go do this, go there. I realized, okay, I could ask them to do anything for me. So I was like, all right, can you guys watch over? So for you guys, you could just make it your guide. You guys could go mm -hmm. to the astral realm and say, all right, guys, I'm just getting into astral projection. Can you bring me somewhere or can you just come with me? while I explore so I feel safer and they'll be like, ah, like we'll come with you. Or you could say, can guys just protect my body just so I feel safer and don't feel like I got to keep going back to my body. And they'll be like, yeah, what you may still do like I do is I always check back up in my body. Like I'll leave for a few hours and then I'll wake up again. I'll wake up and be like, okay, like I was sleeping, whatever. And then I go back and then I astral project again. So I'll probably do that two to three times a night and it's not out of paranoia it's just like a get back in my body get rude mm -hmm. again okay and then go back out so it doesn't <laughs> feel like you get you can never get lost, lost but people say you may get lost but really the truth is because you're out so long you can kind of forget about your physical body mm -hmm. and then i'm still trying to figure it out fully but you have to get dragged back by your physical body and then you feel drained sometimes so to avoid that whole chaotic energetic situation, you probably will find you're pulled back every two to three hours. Yeah. And then you're always connected through the silver cord to your body as well. That's important, I think, for people to know who might be you know, experiencing that or even who want to try it or learn more about the you know astral projection. Have you ever encountered the terminal in your travels? Does that, does that sound familiar to you? I've had a lot of my clients go to this place. They call it the terminal where there's all these different portals. They say it's like 
an airport or something or a train station. And they're walking and there's these all these different astral beings everywhere. And then there's these archways and there's just like portals and they can go anywhere. Have you encountered that? I love that place. Oh my, I can't wait to go there consciously because I want to be able to go there and be like, all right, I want to talk to these beings from all across the universe mm-hmm. consciously, but can't do that just yet. So I'm working toward it. But when I was there, oh yeah, like you said, portals everywhere, mm-hmm. beings coming in and out the weirdest. To us, they're really weird, like jellyfish people, octopus people, beings that you can't even imagine, like they're very like you go online and search up aliens you see some crazy stuff you see that and a lot of time they're very they have really cool personalities and they may see you and if you're a star seed you go there it's yeah they're cool they're like oh you're just they see your true form they're like oh you're an andromedan you're a lyran you're whatever incarnate on earth but if you're just a regular earth human a lot of time they'll look at you they'll be like oh a human is here like they know all about <laughs> what are you earth, here so- for <laughs> yeah, they're going to ask you, what are you here for? What do you want? What are you doing here? And they always say to, they always recommend to ask your guides to go with you because they say there's astral manners. Because mm. if you go to a being, you talk to them, you may not know their way. And then it, mm-hmm. it can, it's very different culturally. So they always say, bring your guides with you just so you don't do anything. Uh, like you don't hurt <laughs> someone. Like hard, hard to explain, but yeah, yeah it's just different culture. Yeah, culture. I was just going to say, it's like a cultural thing. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So as you know, we're all here on a mission. And I think most of our listeners probably accept that fact here too, that, you know, there's a spiritual work. We're here on a mission. When did you find out about your mission? And what do you have to say for people who you want to embrace that more and to work on their mission? Like what advice would you give them? Right away, I will say, you're aware you're a star seed. You may not know your role in the mission to help mm-hmm. humans, but you will discover it when you notice your abilities and skills that naturally you have. I want to say for in terms of realizing your mission and all that, when I was first awakening, going back a little bit again, and I started getting attacked a lot and all of them knew who I was, and all of that, I realized I was a royal from Liar and I realized I was a demon hunter and all of this stuff. It's like it was the universe was showing me who I was. And I was like, well, oh, my God. Like, So I'm supposed to be fighting demons then? And they're like, yeah, look how much they're attacking you. And I, it's like it, it came about in me and then I was doing it. And then I was like, whoa, I'm fighting demons all the damn time. So is this my role? And they're like, that's part of it. And so I'm like, okay, so you're going to notice some of you, for example, maybe you're really good at healing. So maybe you get clients for doing Reiki or just doing energetic healing. That is your role. It's like, okay, my role, they would say I'm an influencer or I'm a content creator. That is my like career, my career as a human to hide my real career, which is my mission. Right. So you notice that it's like, oh, you're a teacher, but you use that cover as teaching to help the kids and give them the things they need as starseed kids. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're going to mm-hmm. see how chessy it is. It's, oh, you're placed here to do this. You got this skill. You're getting training now for this. And now you're going to realize you go through a lot of challenges, which is training. And then later on, you go into a mission where you're like, oh, I needed that challenge because it taught me this. Yeah, everything is to prepare us for our mission. And so my mission is to help people discover their life path and to come in and find out what their mission is. 
So we do that through the quantum hypnosis. We connect with the 5D realm and then their subconscious will come forward and say, this is what you're here for. This is why you accepted this life path. You're supposed to do X, Y, Z. So I love helping people realize their life purpose and why they're here. It's amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. You see how that's, you notice you always get people come to you and then you spark something in them. It's they were sent to you knowing like the family was like, all right, we got to get them to her. She's going to help them with this. Oh, she's got to get this person on her show because then it's going to help these people see this person and see her more. It's like there's so much going on divinely planned for you to do your mission. So for all of you, follow your guidance, see what you're good at, your skills, and see what's coming about within you. And that will show you who you truly are. Beautiful. I 100% agree. Thank you for all of your wisdom and advice. Where can listeners go to find you? I know I dropped your Instagram earlier, but if they want to connect with you on other platforms and stuff, where are you at online? You guys know my Instagram. I'm King Cash. You guys can follow me on TikTok, which is King Cashes. My YouTube is also the same. Snapchat's the same as my Instagram. If you guys want to just go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio. Everything will be there. I also have a Discord community full of powerful starseeds, just like all of you guys. And they're excited to have so many new people come in. So if you want, there's classes on there, there's people there. I would love for you guys to join all my different platforms, my community, because we need you. Absolutely. To anyone listening, definitely follow King Hash online. Absolutely amazing. I love this episode. And I know that listeners are really going to resonate with it as well. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by The Soul Experience, quantum healing hypnosis. Are you ready to embark on an inward journey of quantum healing? Quantum healing hypnosis is the most profound method of inner work and self-healing someone can do while on a spiritual path. In a single session, you experience past life regression, exploration between lifetimes, self-healing performed by your subconscious, release of trapped trauma, and answers to your most important life questions. Your higher self has a message for you and is here to help you and guide you on this life journey. Book a session today with Jennifer Mitchell at thesoulexperiences.com.